Hi guys and welcome to the Creative Edge podcast with me Hayden Simmons, illustrator, blogger and artist over at www.haydensimmons.com. Are you wondering what analogous colours are? Do you want to improve your colour theory? For artists and designers, improving your use of colour is essential. Colour plays a crucial role in making a good first impression, which makes learning colour so important. I've studied a lot of colour theory in my time that has certainly helped my illustration work. But if you're struggling with colour, a great way to begin is by focusing on colour schemes. This in turn can help your colour and also your colour theory. Within this podcast episode, you'll learn what analogous colours are, how you can use this colour scheme, and how it can improve your colour theory. We will look at different artists who have used this colour scheme with lots of tips and tricks along the way. So let's get started by uncovering what analogous colours are. Analogous colours are colours that sit next to each other in the colour wheel. The colour wheel compromises of primary and secondary colours. Analogous colours only house colours that neighbour each other in the colour wheel. This is classed as a limited colour palette. The colour wheel splits between warm and cold colours. Red, orange and yellow for warm colours and blue, violet and green for cold colours. Analogous colours usually sit in one of these areas, either the cold spectrum or the warm spectrum. For example, a cold use of analogous colours could be blue, light blue, dark blue and light green, for instance. Or you can select a warmer version, compromising of orange, yellow and red. Sometimes a warm or cold colour can crop up in this colour scheme, but this acts as an adjacent. For example, warm colours take ownership in green, yellow and orange, or red, purple and blue, with their authority in this example going to cold colours. Most of the time, to make it simple, analogous colours sit in the warm or cold spectrum. So why should you use analogous colours? Analogous colours are pleasing on the eye and harmonise with one another. This is because these selected colours are from the same colour family. For example, colours like orange, red and pink belong to the warm colour scheme. So these go well together as they are seen in nature. So things like fire, petals and the sun, for instance. Use this colour scheme to reduce the decision process when starting a piece of art. Even though I'm quite clued up with colour theory, it can still be challenging to think of which colours I need to use. So by using this colour scheme, it clears this headache and decision process. A limited colour palette can definitely help your use of colour, so I definitely recommend analogous colours. Instead of using every colour under the sun, it makes you focus. Narrowing your colours is a great thing in art, so if you haven't tried it, I definitely recommend it. So how many colours should you use? So there's no hard and fast rule with the amount of colours you should use within analogous colours. 
However, I recommend no more than four colors. This is because by selecting five or more colors, it diminishes the potency of analogous colors. Say you used five colors of red, orange, yellow, green, and blue. By selecting these, it's not an analogous color scheme anymore, as we now have a mixture of both warm and cold colors together. For this reason, I recommend three or four colors is the ultimate sweet spot. So what artists have used analogous color schemes? So one great way to learn about art is by studying the great masters who have used color schemes in their work. By studying their work, we can become better artists and designers. So just to give you a few examples, I know you won't be able to see in this podcast episode, but I'll link to it below in the description. If you check out Vincent van Gogh, the famous Vincent van Gogh, and his sunflowers, he has used an analogous colour scheme within this painting. So he's chosen yellow, yellow slash brown, and green. It's probably one of the most famous works of art, and for good reason. So if it's good enough for Van Gogh, it's definitely good enough for us. Another example is Claude Monet with his painting of Waterloo Bridge Overcast Weather 2, created in between 1899 and 1901. So painted in oils on canvas, it's in an impressionist style of Waterloo Bridge in London. So Monet focuses on purple, red, and blue to great effect. The ambience is striking and you can almost feel the smog from the city. And the last example, by no means least, is Rembrandt, The Return of the Prodigal Son, created in between 1661 and 1669. So using oils on canvas to create this masterpiece, Rembrandt focuses on warm colors. So he uses yellow, red, and orange. Rembrandt loved strong contrasts within his paintings and chose warm contrasts often. So what tools do I use to create my color scheme? So to help me create analogous colors, I use Adobe Color. This tool allows you to create color schemes, select popular gamuts, and more. It's useful when I'm creating my own digital illustrations or if I'm stuck with color choices. So this is my go-to tool to help me choose different color schemes. So let's wrap up what we have learned in today's podcast episode. Analogous colors uses a limited color palette, ideal for strong color selection. I recommend you use three or four colors, three being the most ideal within your color scheme. To make an analogous color scheme, colors have to neighbor each other, for example, red, orange, and yellow. Analogous colors include either cold or warm colors. However, depending on where you position your color scheme, it could have a mixture of both, like red, purple, and blue, for instance. If this occurs, one color acts an adjacent to its compromising warm or cold color. Avoid choosing more than four colours, as this will dilute its effectiveness. Lots of artists have used analogous colour schemes from 
Van Gogh, Monet to Rembrandt. And I personally use Adobe Color to create different color schemes. I really hope you enjoyed this podcast episode, guys. Please do subscribe wherever you get this podcast. I'm also on social media, on Twitter at Hayden Sim, on Instagram at Hayden Simmons, and also on Pinterest and also a YouTube channel, which I have recently created called The Portrait Guru. So I really hope you enjoyed this podcast episode and I look forward to the next one. Thanks very much.